0: Welcome back to Never Settle, the podcast designed to motivate, empower you, and to thrive. In honor today, I have the founder of Cancer Wellness Magazine, Kaylee Vogelzang. She's gonna be taking us through what is a cancer and how can we redefine it? Speaks near and dear to my heart. Warriors, you know this as an 18 year cancer survivor. Kaylee, thank you so much.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's so wonderful uh, to be here because I I know that a lot of our um, work and values align, and so I'm just delighted to share uh, my perspective from uh, my experience with cancer.
0: Before we get into today's episode, I want to first give a thank you and shout out to Zencaster, our sponsor of today's show. Zencaster is the chosen platform that I'm hosting this podcast on, which has made it easy for me to host this podcast from anywhere in the world and takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Stay tuned for more in today's episode. Which I would love to hear. I personally do not know, so I would love for you to share your experience and what has driven you on this path to
1: found Cancer Wellness Magazine? Certainly, so uh, my husband, Nicholas, um, is a trial attorney and has specialized in asbestos-related disease, so um, mostly mesothelioma. But as we've grown, we've actually expanded to a lot of other cancer types um, that we uh, serve on the plaintiff's side and so it's it's exposure that's done in the workplace it's um glyphosate, for example uh which is roundup um asbestos certain certain types of other drugs that are uh known to cause cancer and so we um we fight for uh these people which oftentimes it's a case of wrongful death so with that sort of heaviness in mind um I was sitting at my, my uh, kitchen table with another lovely woman, Morella, from my organization. And we were brainstorming um, about what we could do more for not only our clients, but our clients' families. And um, we found that people would, you, you, you get to know your clients and you, um, and you can feel, feel kind of what they're feeling to a point in an empathetic way, and so when you're asked questions like, "What would you do?" or "What would you recommend?" and you don't have a ton of answers, or you say, "Well, you know, American Cancer Society has great programming, and there's a yoga studio that I like down down that I down the street that I know um, has some programming for cancer," uh, we both agreed that that was that was really inadequate because we were dealing with with people who are oftentimes losing a loved one. And so it's so we thought of it as not only supporting the person who's going through the journey, but also those other people who are affected. So certainly the supporters and the care caregivers. And then also what does that support look like um, if you if the journey ends up being uh, positive, an outcome and and uh, understanding that the journey never really ends. Um, so with that, we decided to come up with a resource guide for our clients and their families that would, uh, list some of the, um, some of the things that we thought would be helpful that are not necessarily in the medical space because, uh, oftentimes people are going to treatment and it's a lot of back and forth from treatment. It's a lot of drugs. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, um, work for their families and so we said what can we do that that, that's not even necessarily um, involves compensation on a monetary level but what can we do to really add value so so we uh, started this little magazine we said we make it pretty and and uh, that we would try to include local resources include local charities that we feel like uh, do very well and uh, and serve serve the cancer affected population. So that was really the naissance, if you will, of of uh, cancer wellness. We um published our first issue in 2018, so we're still fairly new. And uh it it actually it turned into something um very different than what I imagined it to be from the beginning, right? I imagined it to be kind of a resource guide that that had evergreen content um Useful to anyone who's really interested in health but uh, but certainly has a, has a special ear and tone for um, those affected by cancer. so we started with that and we decided that uh, one of the really big pieces that was missing was lifestyle. So what happens when someone's diagnosed uh, It's atomic that it um, is inexplicable.
0: Yeah, it stops you in your track just to to interject. I have chills, and I'm breathing here because those who are listening, and I just want to add this in because what you have said is so profound. I was um, surrounded by asbestos when I was younger, and there has never been a real reason why I had Hodgkin's lymphoma. There are many people who will tell me otherwise and hypothesize, and I'm sure without giving up clinical diagnosis in this interview we can all shake our heads and say "Uh uh-huh yeah well that didn't add anything better to it so I I have chills that you're saying that that's where the origin was and the fact of when you are diagnosed and you are going through there is not the element of lifestyle because when I offered to my oncologist I was in the PD uh, oncology at the time thankfully because it was a little more light I do not like clowns but at least it had a little bit more uplifting vibe of life. And yes. there was, I said to her, you know, I'm, I'm going to have some green tea recommended by my pediatrician. She says, well, I don't recommend it, but as long as it doesn't oh, interfere no. with your chemotherapy. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to okay. back pocket that and just do what I'm going to It's tea and it's green. And now, of course, we know all the, the benefits from it. And um, even after they said that there's nothing I can do to help increase my lung capacity. And I'm like, I do pranayama and yoga every Freezing single exercises. day. <laughs> like, it's like, exactly. great health and shape. And I'm like, yeah, it's called pranayama. <laughs> you should yes. recommend it to everybody. So please continue on because I, I just, I had to express that in oh, the course. depths of what you're sharing is... I relate on such a personal level and applaud that you've taken that path in 2018 to say, you know what, we're going to launch this. People need this and allow it to evolve to
1: where it has become. um, Because I think it's spot on. Oh, well, thank you. That, you know, when people are, when someone's diagnosed, yes, atomic, and people very oftentimes feel pushed into a corner and, uh, and um, feel very unseen. Um, they, They feel like, they're diseased and that other people, and unfortunately, um, it is the case in, in many circumstances that you are put into a box. And my, and my um, feeling and hope is that w- we all have some of the same desires, some of the same aspirations. So whether you have cancer or not, um, the uh, aspirational concept of travel um, is great, for example. And so one of my jobs was to figure out how to um find programs where people can be nurtured uh, and um, their cancer journey kind of understood while uh, while enabling them to um to visit some fabulous places and whether it's for recovery or whether whether it's for pretty much anything. I have a very good lovely relationship with healing hotels of the world now. Um, and so fortunately, I've found that not only are there hotels, but there are also um, great programs uh, and people who train the uh, hoteliers. So those types of doors are amazing for lifestyle because because uh, it's limiting to think that that uh, someone wouldn't want to change their scenery. And, and I think especially in. The case of cancer. We need perspective change and to be in a very supported place um, is, is great. So from travel and then other elements of fashion, I'm very happy to say that uh, I feel that that has, has been changing. There are some great brands that really do understand the cancer journey more. And um, so it's really fun to feature that but really anything from um, travel to nutrition to exercise uh, to um, just trying to figure out what will put people in a place of greater happiness, ease, and hopefully uh, set up set them up for healing.
0: Let me take a little break here. You've noticed I've been doing a lot more podcasting lately, and it's not that I've had more time. It's that ZenCaster has made it a lot easier to record high quality video high quality audio. They even have post-production services right within their platform and software. It comes out a lot easier, faster, cleaner, so I can do what it is that I'm really good at. And that's connecting with you, the listener and the audience who wants to chime in what it is to never settle. Healing in every way. And you mentioned about being put into a box in a category and um, I remember writing in my book, You Become a Number. And that's exactly what I was given at Yale New Haven Hospital, you know, to, to no fault of their own. It's just what you get. You get a little ID card at the time and it had a number on it. And I remember I memorized at that time that number and that's what you became. And, um, you know, the, right. the individualization becomes nullified because you as a person are just another Patient, whereas you're personifying and saying, "No, you are, you are, uh, you're you're embodying life, and you are a singularity, not a whole." Um, so I think that that's great to break it down and to encompass all of the areas of I call it wealth. So it's W E L L T H, and then in- that incorporates everything you just shared about travel, about your you know your environment, your spirituality. What you're putting in—they're all different fuel lines to your greater health and well-being. Now, this this segues exactly into what we were um, originally
1: conceptualizing:
0: is what is a cancer? Then, you know, what defines what is a cancer?
1: So, I think um, there are there's a clinical definition of cancer, um, which has to which is really. I would say it's in a bit of a box. I think, um, cancer is any, I I agree that with you, in fact that cancer is anything that causes, um, disease Hmm. and, and I'll say disease as dis and ease. We'll separate those, but, but, um, the cancer, uh, I, I, personally believe that cancer um, cancers start oftentimes long uh, before they're diagnosed in a clinical fashion. And so with asbestos, for example, or mesothelioma, there's a latency period that can be 20 or 30 years sometimes. And so if you consider that and, and that um, kind of burden, that uh, exposure to toxicities, um, whether they are external or perhaps internal and really um, uh caused by how we're thinking and and um how we're and our behavioral patterns uh that we we have to necessarily um, figure out how to lessen those burdens and and understand that uh the concept of wellness versus uh, being sick or, um, or having disease are actually, they're, they're a lot closer than, um, than we often think. And I, and I, uh, believe that you, you end up, um, if you're, if you're trying to arrest negativity and some of those thoughts that we know both, um, mentally and physically are, are disabling, you know that's that's cancerous.
0: I have almost tears because exact phrases that you have shared are what I wrote in my book, Living Cancer Free, and that cancer is redefined as anything causing dis- ease within the body, and then it can start long before, et cetera, et cetera. That is exact words that are on the back of my book. So there's there's no doubt. Um, the the profoundness of what's being shared um, in both, you know, you're you're reaching the masses by creating this publication. So I th- I personally thank you for that, and to put a focus as well into like you shared the lifestyle because it's so much more. And you think of the there's a physical, then there's a spiritual, then there's exactly like as you said before the environmental, and how all of those overlap in every area of the life. Now, if you were, well, uh, uh, that was a serious part that I, I was exuding back yes. in there. Now, you bring bringing okay. it back up. And um, if you were to share with listeners three to five top tips to remove a cancer, anything causing disease in your life today, what would that be?
1: Yoga, meditation, um, and and finding support whether in some in some ways so whether it's uh, online for example via our cancer wellness um, one of our cancer wellness platforms where you're able to connect with other other people and other support perhaps it's enriching or um, developing better bonds with your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those interpersonal relationships to really make sure you're paying attention to those. And and I I believe personally uh, that um exercise is critical. I also believe that the same things um kind of apply to pre-cancer or uh anyone who doesn't have cancer to cancer to post-cancer. So uh the same types of practices in um nutrition and meditation and um, and movement and um, and sort of camaraderie and uh, support. You know, these are all they're all interconnected.
0: It's one uh, and, big and, and
1: contribute.
0: Yes, this has been so profound. Um, we're going to drop all of those links below in the description for the community, for of course your website, Cancer Wellness Magazine, the publication as well, and for others to get support if you're seeking, because it's not just if you have cancer that this can benefit, it's preventative, it's post, you know, there's so much that goes with it. And if you're in the thick of it, then um, you're right there. I feel honored to have this time with you, Kaylee, and also to be a contributor within your publication. So I thank you. I and your team. am.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm just thrilled. And, I, and we're so delighted to have you uh, on the cover of our, yes, of our, of our, um, next publication and please do. I, I, uh, hope that you continue doing all the wonderful things you do because it's your story and the stories of other people who are experiencing a journey from any perspective that, um, that are touched by cancer who, uh, who are, who need this and who are, um, I think I think at a very deep level, I think um need to heal by by virtue of understanding that it is a cumulative value of all of the things that we do. And so um in, in closing, I will say thank you so much for having me. And and I will say that I believe it's not just three things that I would say can help arrest or alleviate. Um you really have to have to consider all of the things in your life and, and, um, uh, go from there. I feel like we're, we're our best teachers. Right. And so if it's your green tea, um, or if it's a second opinion or it's, uh, an, uh just, um, anything that, that is going to, that, you know, is going to add value to yourself. I, I wouldn't call it selfishness. I would call it self-care um all of those things that contribute are, are really going to be that um, that which well, hopefully they make you feel better.
0: Great takeaway. Kaylee, thank you so much. That wraps up today's episode of Never Settle. I want to thank you for tuning in. And again, a big thank you to Zencaster. If you'd like to try Zencaster and podcasting, you can use my code, which is linked below, for a three month discount on your service. See you again on another upcoming episode of Never Settle.